sauce. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez, and you are here for the third and final installment of the Round 17 Cheeky Punt Pod. I am here with Sauce. We have been through five games so far. We have four left to go through. How are you on this Sunday morning, Sauce? A little bit tired, a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit hazy, to be honest, Pez. Uh, it was a good Saturday night watching some footy, uh, enjoying a couple of bevs and... Uh, had a nice little uh, big breakfast to soak it up. So I'm looking forward to getting to Sunday's games and Monday's games, Pez. Well, that's it. We might as well get straight into it so we can sit on the couch all day on a Sunday and watch the footy during the Melbourne lockdown. So let's get into our review. There's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They've kind of lost, but they won as well. Yeah, we start things off with uh, yesterday's game, the first one of three for the Saturday time slot. We started off with Fremantle versus North Melbourne Pez. But uh, we, when we finished the episode yesterday, um, we were looking at the score and it was still nil-nil. Um, but Fremantle actually got on uh, got on the scoreboard uh, late in that uh, first quarter and continued to pile it on straight after there. Uh, they definitely did. And uh, it wasn't good for my bet because... Uh, I did the little uh, one to thirty nine for the Dockers. Got a got a decent price. I thought a dollar eighty five because I thought you know Fremantle like to control the ball, but it looked like Longmire um, or Longmuir tried to experiment with a few things and and score score more frequently against a very poor North side, uh, the North Melbourne traffic cones. So they did that and won by sixty five points. So my bet was no good, but I did enjoy seeing North get uh, pummeled and they can still finish on the bottom of the ladder and take that wooden spoon home. <laughs> yeah, they can if Adelaide snag a win today. Uh, North Melbourne could finish uh, bottom. But, uh, yeah, the North Melbourne were very frustrating to watch. Um, they just had make the wrong decisions. Um, I had a, a four-leg same-game multi. I was a little bit frustrated as well because Fremantle to win, David Money to get 15. He absolutely dominated. He had 24. I had uh, Brayshaw to get 20. He got that. Uh, and a little disappointed with Caleb Sarong because he had him to get 15 to finish off my bonus bet and get a profit of a nice little profit of $55, but uh, not to be because he only got 14, fell one short. I saw that one short from Sarong, the young rookie there who's in contention for the rising star, but probably won't get any votes in that game because uh, he missed out and cost Source a bet. Yeah, he, he took a little while to get going. He had, a, I think he had four in the first quarter, changed his role in that second half, as you said, through the experimentation with Longmuir, putting him back into that middle where he belongs and where he should be every week um, to help Source win his bets. But not to be, we move on just like uh, North Melbourne would like to move on uh, after that performance. Yeah, exactly right. We'll move on to the next game, which was Port Adelaide versus Essendon Source. Yeah, it was a, a, you know, a bit of a deja vu for the Saturday time slot because uh, it was a wet wild sort of game and Port Adelaide absolutely dominated and sent the league a message, I think, to say, hey, we're going to finish on top. Don't worry about Richmond. Don't worry about West Coast. Don't worry about Brisbane. We should be the premiership favourite. We're going to sew up this minor premiership and they did that in absolute fashion. They did and uh, Essendon, very disappointing. And first quarter before the rain came, a couple of set shots that went uh, a bit Hayward and 
Joe Danaher missing a, a second set of goals as well, kicking out on the full into the stands. Charlie Dixon missing two pretty e- easy goals in that first quarter as well. Essendon actually took the quarter time lead, which they haven't done in a very long time. But then Port Adelaide just turned on the switch and came out and dominated. In it, it was a bit wet for some some patches and raining in some patches, but Port Adelaide looked really good and uh, should secure or, and might secure next week their top spot on the ladder. Yeah, they should do that. That's the 50-point winning should definitely salute their sort of uh, percentage there so they can get over Brisbane. Brisbane do play the Swans today, a potential uh, percentage booster if they can put the job to it. But um, what made me impressed with Port Adelaide is every time they went forward, they looked like they were going to score. They have they have so many targets down there, um, not only as lead-up targets and then pack targets, but you know the likes of Wines and... Um, uh, Gray, all those sort of little small forwards that pop up and score a goal. Every time they get in the wall, you wouldn't expect it to be um, that many shots on goal and that many opportunities with the the weather. But Port Adelaide made it look really crisp. Oh, they did, and uh, it's it's got to be really good for you. For me, uh, Kane Farrell, my man, uh, only had four touches for the game, didn't get a goal. Stewart didn't get a goal either, so they tied the two dollar fifty value that I liked there. Uh, didn't salute, so another red cross, and uh, I'm looking at a donut this round, Sauce. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's all right, Pez. I know that you've got a, some nice Sunday bets up your sleeve to help get that. Uh, I actually, I was looking uh, at the donut up until this game, and up until the third quarter, realistically, I needed um, Ollie Wines to get over 21 and a half, and up until three-quarter time, he had about 13, 14 possessions, Went absolutely nuts in the last quarter. He ended up with, uh, I think, 26 touches. Uh, so he very easily got over 21 and a half. And I had Robbie Gray kick a goal. Kick a brilliant goal, actually, around the bend. Boom, goal. There's a nice little profit for me. $56 to the kitty. These little uh, little power play, two-leg same-game multis are, are working for your source. Bit of profit in the last few weeks. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad little thing. It's one of those things where quite often you and I will always talk, and we always talk about how we get bonus bets because one leg fails. Trying to find the value in that um, that actual leg, though. like It's obviously a little bit more a little bit riskier because you're not going to go the bonus play, but there hasn't been any bonuses uh, being able to spend. So today there's one in the Brisbane game, uh, but there's no other ones there. So you'll, you'll see that trend from me, those two little uh, two little. Um, Multied up together, get a little two dollars odd power play it, bang, put twenty on it, and uh, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, see how you go with that. Now, last night is a game that I absolutely loved. I didn't have a bet on it, but as a St Kilda supporter, I was going for Melbourne to beat the Giants. Even though I've tipped the Giants to make the finals, I'm hoping that they can miss out because with Melbourne beating them. If Melbourne don't make up the percentage and the Giants don't make up the percentage on St Kilda, St Kilda might not even have to win next week to get a finals berth for the first time in years. Yeah, they, they, that's that's good news for Saints fans and a good good um, good news for Melbourne fans as well to be able to escape with a five-point victory and that, them to sort of, you know, win when they wanted to. But, Pez, we spoke about it yesterday. Um, neither team really wanted to win and we should have put a bet on it uh, any quarter to be a draw because at halftime, like we said, it was a draw. It, it was a draw when we uh, when you called that before the game source, but uh, Melbourne came out on fire. Giants have done that in previous weeks against Carlton, against Adelaide, and just haven't shown up at all. They think they can just turn on this magic button or press this magic button in the coach's box where they just go, bang, we're going to get it on and kick some goals now. Now, Toby Green missed a couple of really easy shots. One was a snap and one was a set shot. Uh, so he wasn't up to his standard. They kicked a couple of miracle goals as well with... Um, the young guy down there, he kicked one. Did you see the banana sauce? It went from the 50 meter on the boundary line and it turned like a Shane Warne flipper or something. It was just insane. 
when that happened, it's sort of you have to look up to the football god and say, you know what, we're not going to lose this game from here. The, the stars are aligned, but uh, not the case. A remarkable sort of kick for goal. Well, not even a kick for goal, realistically. It was actually a missed kick. And as we spoke earlier in the week, um, you know, when, when your stars are doing kicks and they're missing them and they're still hitting targets or dribbling in for goals, what, what can you do? Yeah, it just gripped there. And um, Brett Daniels, who finished with three goals, which was uh, a career high for him. But Melbourne's forward line is still an issue because they get the ball down there really well and then they kick it to these small type players and they don't have someone to bring it to ground and they get um, uh, taken out from the defensive 50 against time and time again. So they need something to be fixed there. Christian Petrarca spoke in an interview after the game source where they were able to come back from three-quarter time and win and he was really passionate and it was really good to see and he, he just said he, they're doing everything they can to try and make finals. He gave Simon Goodwin a big rap, which you would never not give your own coach a big rap, no matter what you thought of him anyway. But uh, it, w- it was great to hear that passion from him. And they've, they've still got a mathematical chance to, to make it, but they do have to beat Eston by a large margin next week. Yeah, my, my issue with, with it is, Pez, is that we have this up and down, you know, and a roller coaster is a good way to describe it. It's an easy cop-out way to describe it, but... Why doesn't anyone hold that Melbourne ever accountable for the performance before the performance that we're talking about? Like they've been, they've been like they should not be fighting for and have to be in a must-win situation to get finals because of the, the list they've got. You are correct that you know that it's good that the 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 you know they're, they're backing their coach and they're backing their list and all this rubbish that they continually do. But where's the accountability come from? How do we fix this and how do we stop talking about this every every two two weeks with Melbourne? Well. You, you talk about round 15 and round 16. Sydney Swans, Fremantle Dockers, down near the bottom of the ladder, uh, not fighting for finals, and Melbourne were fighting for finals at that stage. And they win one of those two games. They're in the finals, realistically. So it's boom, boom. It's, it's unbelievable. They should have won both. Yeah. Speaking of things that should have won, I don't know if this should have won, Pez, but my cheeky, um, oh, there was a lot of red crosses on my bet slip from that cheeky. I had GWS 1 to 39, no go. Lockie Whitfield, uh, 24 and a half, had him over, no go. Taranto, 20 and a half, no go. Jacob Hopper. Uh, one of the one of the lone green ticks on my slip, Jacob Hobby, he got 15. Nick Haynes, also disappointing, uh, didn't get the 15 either. So I walked away with nothing, but I didn't stake anything. So <sighs> my cheeky never had a chance, really. <laughs> no, it, it didn't look like it did have a chance. But yeah, you had a bonus. So you've you've done that in the past few weeks. You, you're not putting the real money down on your cheeky. You're being a little bit cheeky in that yourself and <laughs> just putting your bonus down to try and, you know, get that get that profit in. Just trying to get the profit in. It's all about the profit, Pez. And speaking of that, I'm up on you for the bet slip this week with one tick compared to your none. Not a great oh. start. Not a great start through two. I am putting putting the little uh, the little forks up, Pez, because at the moment I'm leading the leading the, the the stride for profit in this round. Can you turn it around? Uh probably not. Uh, probably can't turn it around to to get the the value up there with the four games lost and the two max bets so far. But what we can do is we can just try to win each bet you put down, which is what we're trying to do and get some profit for the end of the season. So um, if you can beat me after round 18 source, I will be very impressed. Yep. Well, and the only way we're going to do that is if we get into our bet slip. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on. On Maxi, do you want do you want some as well? And I, I said, Oh yes, yes, yes. All right, 
love pairs. Let's get into round 17 points. What are we up to? 17.3, 17.5, whatever we want to call yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to call it point three, mate. Point three. Uh, and as I said with this, uh, you're right. I'm probably not going to catch you, probably not with this bet slip, but I am going to be headhunting you, pairs. I'm only about 800 behind you at the moment, so I am going to be headhunting you, yeah. mate. But uh, as we said, for the punters, we just want to make sure that we get in the green, and one way to get in the green is the specials. Sinner takes a special and goes bang. Yeah, now uh, not not much else has come out in, in this round, source as you would have noticed. But um, we're looking at Sydney versus Brisbane have a same game multi at Neds that we can have a look at and have a play with. So I'm sure we've both jumped on a bit of value there. And the other one I did want to mention, which I haven't spoken about a lot, is the app Top Sport. Um, an Australian company, and I've jumped on Top Sport. Uh, I've had an account for about oh, 15, 15 months or so, but their app is is pretty poor and pretty laggy, but you've just got to be really patient with it. Um, I'd recommend going on a, on a website. They don't have promotions as such where you just click on promotions and see it, but if within games, they've got really good odds. They've got a top-up token that you can use once per day as well on the AFL, so that's really handy to, to top up your, your bet. Uh, once a time and they've also got two dollar lines for most games as well so you just check those lines against neds and ladbrokes who also have that so top sport another one to look out for yeah most definitely pez so they're the specials for for this round as you said a bit disappointing leading into finals the last couple of weeks that there hasn't been a lot of finals hopefully with the festival of footy as we've been speaking about they've got people you know the interns working outside of uh, weekend hours and they can provide some value for round 18 and uh the first week of finals Let's get into... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yep, let's get into... Sorry, Pez, didn't mean to cut you off there, Matty. Let's get into the final um, aspect of round 17.3. We start things off with Carlton versus Adelaide. What should be a, a run in the park for Carlton, but uh, Adelaide have shown some fight over the last two weeks. Carlton come in at heavy favourites, $1.37. Adelaide, obvious outsiders, $3.10. Trying to get a three-game winning streak for the first time in a long, long time. Uh, the line is 16.5. You having a bit of a bite in this one, Pez? I'm having a bit of a bite now. Speaking of top sport, I went over to top sport and saw some of their goals head-to-head markets, which um, Neds have been jumping on and uh, realizing that top sport actually have them as well with some really good odds. So I've jumped on Harry McKay versus Levi Casbolt. So from the same team, I think Harry McKay is a, is a more potent forward than Levi Casbolt. Casbolt will take a, a few grabs and uh, McKay is probably a better set shot than Casbolt. So I'm thinking that he'll get more opportunity as well. So him at $2.24 to kick more goals than Casbolt, $20 stake on that. I'm happy with those odds. Yeah, good little odds there. And I like your uh, your reasoning behind it as well. I've gone with just a straight little uh, two-leg same-game multi, as we've spoken, with Sportsbet and Power Played It. Ben Keys, our man, show favourite to get 20. He's been in ripping form the last month, um, and I reckon he'll continue that today. And uh, probably the person he's going to be lining up against, Ed Kernow, to get 15. Interesting bet with that one in terms of the head-to-head markets. I'm hoping that they don't play um, uh, against each other, so I'm hoping that they will both be able to get lots of the pill. That gets me odds at $2.58, and I've staked 20 on that one, Pez. Yeah, you're liking your man uh, Ben Keys recently and uh, got him for 20. So hopefully he stays in that midfield and continues his good form. Yeah, he's been good to me lately, Pez. He's been good to the pod as well. After uh, there was the last week you had a bet on him or the week before he saluted for you? Yeah, I can't remember which week, but yeah, he's saluting for that 15 disposal. He's still pretty pretty good value at $1.28 or so. 
Yeah, most definitely. All right, this is uh, one of the the games of the the probably the Sunday, I guess. Um, it's must win for the doggies. They're coming up against the Hawks. It's uh, three fifty for the Hawks outsiders, dollar thirty one for the Bulldogs. The line is nineteen and a half. This game is at Adelaide Oval, three thirty five time slot. Pez, are you having a punt with this one? Uh, not not here. No bet here, but I am going to be barracking for the Hawks against the Doggies here because of, if that can happen, I think St Kilda can be nearly guaranteed a final spot without having to win next week. So uh, I will be going for Hawthorne. Uh, I don't think they can win. I think the Bulldogs will. I think Mitch Wallace will have a bit of a field day. Josh Bruce might even pop up for a couple of goals today, which he hasn't done this season very much at all. So uh, I think the Bulldogs are in ripping form and are very dangerous heading into the final eight. Yeah, they they they, they could make a habit of this coming from uh, you know ninth tenth coming into the last couple of rounds making a, a late run at it. You know, I think they need to start their run probably a little bit earlier most years so that they can actually be in finals, not have to you know uh, survive, win to survive. But I agree with you. I think that the doggies are going to win this one. I think that they're too many um, strengths around the ground and Hawthorne are in rebuild mode. Um, I've got no bet in this one, but I will be cheering for the dogs. Unfortunately, Pez, because. Um, I've got them in my last leg of the multi, so I can actually get two wins for the rounds. So go dogs, which is not something you'll hear from me very often. Definitely. You put the uh, Fremantle line in there, which was really nice at minus 9.5, I see, and Port Adelaide head-to-head. So just that last leg for the Bulldogs to win. So, yeah, you will be cheering for them. Sorry, mate, St Kilda comes first before betting, so I will be cheering for the Hawks. <laughs> yeah, well, my team's already uh, pretty much signed up a top top four spot, so I will be going for the Dogs and uh, going for money over <laughs> the blue and white. So going for cheering for green rather than the blue and white, Piz. <laughs> yeah, you do that. All right, let's get into the second last game of round 17.3. We've got Sydney playing Brisbane. Sydney outsiders at $3.10. Brisbane $1.37. The line is 16.5. Tell you what, Piz, I don't mind Sydney in this one coming off that four-day break and they've sort of been that team that pops up and uh, plays well against uh, some of the top teams. Yeah, well, sometimes we saw them beat uh, Melbourne, who's not a top team by any stretch the other week, but Sydney have been performing a little bit better than they were earlier in the season. Brisbane uh, probably need to win to to just guarantee that that top two spot because if they lose and then lose next week and Richmond have a win, they, they could get that third spot. So they want the, the top two spot to get that home final. I don't know how... The finals are going to work with the home finals in the hubs and things like that. But Brisbane should be playing at the Gabba if they finish top two. So they'll they'll want to win this one. So I think I think they can win it as well. The bet I've done is I've gone over to Ned's, which I'm sure you have as well, Source, with the same game multi-special. I've put Jake Lloyd to have 20 disposals, Charlie Cameron to kick a goal, Eric Hipwood to kick a goal, and Brisbane to lead at halftime and full-time in the, in the double there. I've chucked the max on that $52.09 odds. So that will return $104.50, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed for you, Pez. I've gone something uh, sort of similar in terms of the three-leg multi, but a little bit different in some of the bets. I've gone Jake Lord. I reckon that he can actually have a field day today, Pez. He'll get 25, no dramas at all. Jared Lyons, who's been in ripping form since coming across from Gold Coast, he'll get 20 disposals. And I reckon Sydney can uh, potentially win. Uh, if they don't win, they'll definitely keep it close. I've gone an alternate line, 25 and a half. Three-leg same-game multi, 275 odds, and I've whacked 20 on that one. So one leg fails, I'll get my money back. There you go. Yeah, you got to be happy with that, getting your money back there. And uh, we move on to the Monday game, which yeah. is uh, 
strange to say for the last game of the round, it's been in the middle, it's been at the end, uh, now it's the last game. Yeah, it was, it's one of those, it's been a t- tipsy-topsy server at, uh, season in terms of when teams are actually playing. And uh, I heard a stat this week that Richmond were the first team in AFL history to win every uh, game in every day of the week in the one year. So remarkable sort of um, turn of events that the season has been. But Collingwood are playing Gold Coast. The game is played at the Gabba. Gold, uh, Gold Coast will want to sort of, you know, get over that sort of uh, seven or eight win mark that they've struggled through the last couple of years. Collingwood come in favourites, $1.25. $4 outsiders are Gold Coast. The line is 20 and a half pairs finishing off the round with a win uh i i'm not betting in this game either yet so i might chuck something down a little bit later but uh the the old collingwood gold coast i think gold coast really struggled last week against brisbane losing by 45 points and collingwood are actually going to be bringing in jordan degoe and adam trelaw is what i've read in the news so uh collingwood are bolstering their attack by, by a big stretch with Trelaw, a really important midfielder, and Goey really important for their forward structure as well. So I, I understand why the odds are like that. Collingwood are playing for a final spot. So they win. They're pretty much in, I guess. So they're on 34 points right now. They go to 38 if they win. So win and play finals for Collingwood, too big for them. They, they'll win this game against Gold Coast. Yeah, I think that uh, they will win as well, Pez. And I like what you said about waiting for those teams because the moment that the teams are released, if the, the rumours are true and Collingwood start to bring back some of their stars, um, that line is going to go way outside. I haven't had a bet yet, but we'll be listening to the news very closely so I can put a, a live bet on. So if you want to um, see what Source puts down for a live bet or Pez, jump on our Twitter at Behind the Bound and you can get our bet slips, our um, special offers and all other sort of bits and pieces with our bets and podcast there exclusively. Yeah, well, make sure you set an alarm. I think it's around 6.25 that news will come out. So set your alarm for about 6.20 and keep refreshing your, your AFL app there and uh, your Twitter and might come out on there. So, uh, yeah, get that news as soon as you can and jump on it if you find that value there. Yeah, most definitely, Pez. Well, that wraps it up. We're about 30 minutes from uh, the opening bounce on the Sunday game, Pez. Anything I'm going have... to cut you off there, Sauce, because there is one more thing. Because oh, I was waiting for it, if mate. You, if you haven't noticed, I haven't put a cheeky out yet, and I haven't put a multi out yet. So it wouldn't be a cheeky pump pod without a cheeky. I would be doing a disservice to the fans. So I've actually put a multi together for my cheeky. So can you please press that blue button? Cheeky! Here we go. How good is that? Now, what I've done, Source, is I've gone to Sportsbet. There's no specials or anything. I've put an 11-leg multi on across the three games today on the Sunday. So it'll be over today. Could be over in the in the first game, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> I've got four legs in the Carlton-Adelaide game. I've got Ed Kerner to get 15 disposals, Ben Keyes to get 15 disposals, Harry McKay to score a goal, and Carlton to win between 1 and 39 points. Uh, by itself, that same game multi would get $3.30. Nice. Next game, we go to the middle game. Hawthorne versus Bulldogs, four legs. Jack Scrimshaw to get 15 disposals. Tom Liberatore to get 15 disposals. Caleb Daniel, 15 disposals. Mitch Wallace, anytime goal scorer. That'll get you 210 by itself there. And then in the last game, Brisbane versus Sydney. I've gone Brisbane head-to-head. Jake Lloyd to get 20. Charlie Cameron to kick a goal. That gives you $1.72 by itself. Altogether, that gives me $11.91. Chuck the $10 cheeky on that to return. Hopefully, $119.70. Nice little, uh, it's a lot of work there for only $119, Pez. I was expecting something in the thousands or millions, but uh, you'll take the wins as they come, correct? Uh, yeah, fingers crossed with that one. Uh, a lot of legs. The, the more legs, uh, 
betting agencies obviously want you to do multis and they want you to do more legs because the more legs you've got, the less chance you've got to actually win. So um, I've done my 11 legs there and it, it is hard to win one of them. You see a lot of people on punting pages always put up that one red cross source where they've got one leg misses out all the time. So uh, fingers crossed that we can get close. Yeah, looking at that, Pez, what's the what's the leg that you're uh, you're most confident with and the one leg that you're probably the, the least confident with? Or not the least confident because you wouldn't have put it in there, but the one that's a little bit of risk, a little bit of value it's put on. Uh, the one little bit more value, instead of putting Carlton head-to-head, I've just put them in the 1-39 to 39 to, to boost that up a bit. Uh, I'm pretty confident Harry McKay can kick a goal, Mitch Wallace can kick a goal, and Charlie Cameron can kick a goal. So I like uh, those three legs as well. And I think the 15 disposals, one the biggest risk there would probably be a Jack Scrimshaw from Hawthorne. Okay, yeah, because obviously he's a, a younger player, hasn't really built that consistency. He's only played four or five sort of games. Yeah, I can see it's that one. Maybe he's been pretty good for that 15. Yeah, uh, hopefully hopefully it does happen, and I'm looking forward to watching the footy today. It's 1.06. What time's the game start? Is it? I think it's one ten today. One ten, so we're we're not far off it at all. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's already started. It's one nil to Carlton, so let's get going, Pez. Already started. Uh, that better not have been McCoy. No, Eddie Betts kicked a point already. So, <laughs> um, things are already out, and our bet slips are already out on Twitter at behind the bounds. So you can see them on there. Listeners probably would have already seen them before this show actually goes live. So I'm Pez. Peace out. I'm still Source. We'll catch up next time, guys. And as always, if you're having a bet, bet responsibly. No, no. Go!